0: what's up everybody it's jeffrey Lyles, your host as always joining me is little brother jace maybe apparently the rest of the fellas will join us who knows we'll see what happens little brother what's up with you
1: i'm doing well bro how are you
0: outstanding as always let's jump into it i watched the first part of the flash i told you i was going to watch the second one i just didn't i could not summon up the energy thoughts or efforts one of one of my dear loyal readers is like, hey, you're just watching this now to, to stick with it, huh? And okay, am I, I guess, I guess probably, yeah, I'm just waiting for the cancellation notice so then I can have another show like Arrow that I watched every episode of, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, because I started doing these TV recaps with Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Arrow, is the Shield, and shit on Flash, and some of them are gone now. Some of them are about to leave, and Flash should be gone, but they just keep rolling, and it's not getting any better. I keep waiting for that season five of Arrow breakout, but I can't see it happening now. Help me out.
1: Okay, I, I'm the one who kind of goaded you into watching last uh, week's episode because let's be honest. For anyone who didn't know, that was the trial of not really killer fraud. <laughs> and this was like the just so non-believable episode. It's like they're putting her on trial for basically nothing she's done, maybe besides some property damage when uh what was it, Savitar was around. And I'm not even, I mean, that's about the most. It wasn't like, oh, well, you know, the stuff you did with Amunet, it's like uh, she didn't really do anything with Amunet. She was a bartender most of the time. It was like, so, again, there's nothing here. And we're like, oh, yeah, she needs to be put in jail. She needs to be uh, executed. Oh, no, she needs to be given the cure. So, wait a minute, we're going to basically eliminate somebody based on a born condition for absolutely like that's like say hey we have to kill you because you you violated the traffic law and that's just- also
0: shouldn't shouldn't everyone associated with Star Labs be in prison for causing all the meta breakouts if we're gonna start hey let's get people who cause all these problems Star Labs should be condemned Barry Wells Cisco Caitlin should all be in prison. For their okay. role
1: in sparking this metahuman crisis. Okay, let's let's also let's go with the fact that I mean, since I just watched season, uh, the Thinker season, Barry Allen directly led to the escape and death of four to five metahumans, even though he wasn't initially mean, guilty on the trial of killing uh <laughs> the Thanker. But you know, hey, you, you lead to five other people getting dead, and nobody knows. Oh yeah, and the Warden's also dead, but you're alive. I'm thinking you're still staying in jail right now, like. But we're going to ignore that mess because we have a Killer Frost trial. And it, after all this season, all this buildup of making Killer Frost a thing, the resolution of it, she's going to jail for life. <laughs> for,
0: for, for, for
1: life. Like, <laughs> And no, she's not part of the NWO. It was just like, he worked all of this out to get her a license for a absolutely nothing and we're just oh man okay well that that sucks well great great non-setting precedent so any human who commits a crime not of death will now be sentenced to life I'm like I tried to take my, <laughs> my lawyer brain off I'm like you do understand hey I don't want to set a precedent but any human that commits a crime your butt's going to jail for life but also first, is
0: Cecile not the absolute worst lawyer in the history of the Arrowverse I'm sorry
1: You have a literal cheat code. I can see what everyone is thinking. I can hold it to a jury box. I mean, I literally can hear what the jury's thinking before they think, hey, you know, they think that Killer Frost doesn't look sympathetic enough. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, she saved a puppy last week. Like, come on. Like, just, just, no, stop it. I was so just like, I just literally, like, I'm like, I firm ahead. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. And I'm like, Jeff, you got to watch this because, you were on the fence. You're like, I don't want your much Nah, you got. To, this, <laughs> I call this Killer Frost. Nah, you got to see the resolution to this mess. <laughs> but i you this: this week's episode actually focused on the title character of The Flash.
0: Wait a second. It's, the title character, The Flash, is Killer Frost. No,
1: uh, no, no, see. no. It's, it's it's it keeps coming up in my DVR as The Flash. so I think it's The Flash. Uh, so ah, yeah, don't
0: because. When I watch NXT, it says NXT starring Beth Phoenix. And I'm like, that's wrong. But maybe that's what I'm getting the default with my DVR with Flash. Okay, so I will watch it. I'll give you my thoughts. I started watching it. And then I was like, dinner sounds like a better option. It was, I made the right call. So um, what I do know at the end of last week's episode and the first five minutes of the episode that I started watching. Nora, a.k.a. the Speed Force, decides to kill Fuerza, the one interesting new character they've introduced in like two years. And she had ten minutes of screen time, and I was like, hey, she could be an interesting character. Let's kill her off. Great. Okay. Um, that that's there's there's a precedence for that on this show. Interesting character? Let's kill him. Watch
1: watch this week's episode. Okay.
0: All right. Um but I, I hate the, now that Barry and, and Iris have to teach Nora how to be a superhero when she shouldn't be a thing. Why is she still wearing Barry's mother's face? And why did no one in that, that last episode say, hey, there's Barry Allen. That woman, Allen looks like his mother that was
1: killed all those years ago. Well, Harrison Wells rocks around all the time and everybody said,
0: it's Harrison Wells.
1: Get the pitchforks. I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. We're, just getting and in fact, it's like, hey, the Speed Force supposedly has been around since you know gravity started. So why does she need any coaching on anything?
0: Why? Why is she? Why is she having any dialogue with Barry? Like, listen, dude.
1: hey <laughs> you know, blink
0: and take your powers away again.
1: You know, remember. I, I remember this time I had a nice conversation with an ant. It was a really thrilling conversation. You know, we really talked about life. You know, how you know, in the dirt. It was it was an interesting conversation. Pretty much what the Speed Force talking to Barry would pretty much be like. Yeah, and then I stepped on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. I'm very confused. We we so have no a contract, okay. Deal with it, okay. Just deal, okay. We got the Fantastic
0: Four coming from Marvel Studios while she's doing the, the promotion for A Quiet Place Two. You know, like everybody is like, hey. What about you being an invisible woman? And Emily Blunt says that she and her husband, John Krasinski, have not been contacted about being Sue Storm, Sue Risen, Susan Richards, and Reed Richards. I'm thinking this is just stir the pot a little, get people excited, make people think hey, they would be outstanding fan casting for it. Uh, what do you think? Is this something you'd be interested in them?
1: I would have been interested. Let let me see. Do I think their casting works well? Yes. But with going into the next phase of Marvel
2: movies,
1: you have to think of, is this actor or actress going to be with us for possibly 10 years when we have our next big blow off movie? And I don't know. I mean, like, do you want to introduce, I mean, like, I I know I joked about this a while ago, but it's like, do you introduce uh, Franklin Richards? Like, how far do you want to go for them in 10 years? I think you probably need both a little younger actors and actress so you can make sure you have them for 10 years. I mean, you don't want to be like uh, DC and, you know, by the time you get to Superman 2, Henry Cavill's a 50-year-old man. So I think you got to go a little younger.
0: I think he may be 60 by the time we get to Superman 2. True sure,
1: indeed.
0: I was watching a commercial, I guess, for Legends of Tomorrow while The Flash is on. And the cast is basically unrecognizable. And it's like a it's a variety show. And I'm so confused what this show is now from its original concept. And I'll probably watch this season, I'll review the, the
1: Blu-ray set, and be like,
0: man, that was really fun and crazy. But, man, I never want to watch it based off the commercials.
1: Like, never. I, again, it's like, just for, I mean, like, I I, mean, like, I know you've, like, seen the picture on Netflix, where you see Rip Hunter and all these guys in costume, <laughs> playing <laughs> up in the superhero stuff. Man, if you watch that after season, you are like, wait a minute, what the heck? <laughs> But <laughs> like, I was saving time. These dudes are just a bunch of eff-ups, slowing up time and couldn't And then when it got to the, the gall the, to school, Barry, Barry, you can't mess with time like that. I'm sorry, Sarah. What? Come on. <laughs> like they've got dinosaurs running around the world. Like stop. Like, you just like you guys have the whole time zero after you guys for all your mess ups. It's like. Come on, like, it's a laughable show that if you accept it is a laughable show, not a superhero show, it's laughable, it probably is entertaining. I mean, it probably be more, it probably be more entertaining to me than Flash has been because it's like, we know we're a joke. We accepted it. Now we're in on the joke. Flash just hasn't let everybody else on, on the joke. We're getting canceled. Everybody else is trying to find jobs. So I'm okay with Legends doing what they got to do.
0: I definitely think that Legends works best as a binging show because there's it's crazy. You just can't watch it thinking this used to be a show based on superheroes. Because if you do that and all the compromises they took to create that spinoff instead of just making a proper team up, it's fine.
1: But yeah. sure, when I watch it, I'll enjoy it. Now, do you, do you find it as comparable to Doom Patrol in that respect? Like, Doom Patrol watching weekly would probably, I mean, annoy me, but I'm thinking if I had binged it, it would have been more tolerable. Like, what do you, what's, what's your assessment? I
0: don't know. I think Doom Patrol is a show, because it's another one, and I wouldn't try to do week to week and write a recap on Even if I'm doing so like what I'm watching Fear of the Walking Dead, I'll have I have like a bunch in the tank to review, right? Like I I watch it in bunches. And same with Black Lightning. I try to stay on top of Flash and some of the other shows. But Doom Patrol I think works I think it could work either way. Like I could watch it week to week or binge it. And I'm you know, since I'm not caring to review each episode, it doesn't matter. Um and then there's some other shows where it's like, yeah, like The Mandalorian, because if I don't watch it week to week, something's going to get spoiled, and I don't want that. And I guess that's the main thing. There's some shows people are going to ruin and just spoil. And i not going to be on Twitter and go, oh, my gosh, can you believe the Chief did this? You know, I'm not going to have to worry about
1: that. Yeah, it's a, like, I mean, again, it's the, uh, the classic is, it, say it took you a day to watch the finale of Mandalorian this season. Nope. I'm deleting all social media. I'm done with y'all. Y'all aren't ruining anything I actually want to see ever again. Again.
0: Again. Yeah, so Jay King said he he, uh, had his second shot so he won't be joining us tonight. So that's why you haven't heard him pop up yet. Now speaking of comic books, here's something that has me very interested and very intrigued. There's a series that I want you to read called Bitterroot, if you have not been reading it. And if you out there listening, have not stumbled upon this, it is an excellent book. Basically, it is like a monster movie where family is taking care of these monsters that are in 1920s Harlem Renaissance Harlem. So they're dealing with racist folk and these demons and Devils and all the stuff. It's so big, right? And Regina King is going to direct it. And she's already gotten a lot of acclaim from her work on the Watchmen series. And now she's going to be doing this. Bitterroot is something that, you know, when you're reading something nowadays, it's not like, oh, man, what a great comic. It's like, oh, man, I bet this great comic could be a really good TV series or movie. And it's being set up right now as a movie, but I can easily see this as a TV show, too. Like, I can see this very easily being a Lovecraft country kind of everybody's buzzing about it kind of TV series. So I'm excited. I think this would be really good. So check that. Add that to your must-read comic book list, all right? Cool.
1: It's the interesting thing is, like, I wonder, after watching Watchmen, they said, you're the perfect person to attach to this.
0: I mean, she's done great stuff already
1: i I, th- I mean like i mean just but after watching Watchmen, it's like okay you get how to make the action you got you yeah you you can do this i i don't know which one pays her more money a series or a movie but hey I, I'm, I'm if if they think it's good enough for her i'm sure it's worth checking out the comics right like
0: to to me it's like this is the best of both worlds because bitter root is the kind of thing they needed Well, I don't know. I think some people just wouldn't see it, a cool comic book, but they will talk and get all into a cool TV series slash movie. And I think this will help people get into the the comic book series.
1: I mean, it's not like DC will screw up their comics and their movies at the same time.
0: It's image, so you don't have
1: to worry about it being messed up. <laughs> That's the best part. It's <laughs> not
0: from it. with that. That's like, with that. It's from image. It's college. not, so, yeah. it's not uh, from DC. Yeah. They won't we'll screw it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what the heck DC would do like. Uh, star Wars news: Obi Wan Kenobi star Ewan McGregor says shooting has started on Obi Wan Kenobi, and they have a special scene that was shot on May fourth. I won't speculate. I don't care. I just want to know when I can start watching the show.
1: Yeah, I mean, like the spoiler scene, it's like, even if it was like, let's, let's just throw up, some Darth Vader and, and uh, Obi-Wan. I don't care. I'm already signing up for it. I don't need, I mean, it's like, oh, that's cool. You know how much it's not going to change how much I'm going to watch it? No, I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like- Absolutely not. All right, so speaking of another image book, You finally, finally listen and you watch Jupiter's legacy. What's up, everybody? Got a brand new giveaway for you. It's locked in, which you can see now on digital. Stars Mina Savari of American Beauty, Jeff Fahey from Lost, and Costas Mandalore from the Saw franchise kidnapped and locked in a high-tech storage facility a hostage must stay one step ahead of her captors as they hunt for stolen diamonds if she has any chance to escape alive secure your copy of locked in new to buyer rent tonight it's rated r from our friends at paramount pictures you don't have to pay for it however if you are one of the lucky winners from lyle's movie files giveaway because i'm giving away some codes all you got to do is email me at lyle's movie files at gmail and tell me what's your favorite thriller And I'll send you a digital code. But if you don't happen to be one of those lucky winners, it doesn't matter. You can still check out Locked In right now to buy or rent on digital. From our friends at Paramount Pictures. Check it out. Now back to the rest of the show. Jupiter's Legacy is an eight eight episode series that aired last Friday on Netflix. It is basically the story of how a generation of superheroes who received especially long life have progressed the last few decades as superheroes and now their children are starting to get powers and become the new generation. And like any generation clash, there's some different philosophies, some different thoughts. Things have evolved and it's creating this chasm of what should be done between the younger heroes and the older heroes. and it's told in like this lost style flashback where we have our present day storyline and we have our very extended flashback scene where we're finding out how these original heroes got their powers. And it's, it's a long buildup, but I think it's worth it to understand what sets them on this path and why they have the convictions they have and why they're doing what they do and why they think their way to do it is the right way, or at least the leader of the team Played by my man Josh Duhamel, who I thought would have been great to have a GI Joe movie. He he was really good in the GI Joe movie and the Transformers films um, with Tyrese.
1: Oh, it was just called Transformers. There was no GI Joe. Oh, so. uh
0: oh, that's that's weird because they really focused a lot on the military strike force that was pretty elite. And, I mean, seriously, that was the best part in those Transformers movies. Tyrese and Josh do in their little okay, soldier. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of those Transformers movies, that made him But um, yeah. So this time he gets to play a superhero, and and, and he's somebody. who's like, "Yep, he should have been doing this." And it's, I'm glad that he got to do a superhero role because he's well suited for it. What did you think of this after you finally watched it? Well, when you told
1: me about, I'm like, i get to it. i get to it." And then I think it was the option of, like, I was like, I'll watch a couple episodes. And then it was like, oh, crap, I'm hooked. I could watch, like, Supergirl and Black Lightning, but that's not going to happen. I I mean, I think one of the best components of it was, like, thinking of heroes from, I mean, like, almost a century difference, like, their worldview of what they've seen and what their kids are seeing now. It's like, that is a, a great conflict. And it's like, because there's so much... I mean I mean there's so many uh decades uh, between the two. You can do flashbacks very easy and it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, we're doing more flashbacks. Like it's like each one of these errors that they're gonna I mean, cover was like, Hey, why didn't we jump do what we could have done? We literally, us six can do anything. Why are we allowing any of this to happen? Like I mean I mean, especially it's like I mean, it's like, it's got a, I mean, a diverse cast of heroes, so it's like, hello? I mean, it's like, even the conflict, you know, is going to happen, like, hey, why are we not stepping and stopping all of this? Like, we, us six, could end all of this if we chose it. And I think that is what made, I mean, it was like, kind of for me, it was like, like oh, okay, this the, the hero, it was like one of the weird things, like, the superhero stuff was really cool, and action was really good, And but it was like, much more, the story behind everything was much more got me in because I was like, So, how did they get your power? I don't know anything about these guys. Like, oh, like, how do their kids have powers? Like, who, how do the supervillains have powers? I don't know that. Like, it looked like there was no superheroes until these six. So, there's a world of supervillains. Like, there's got to be a story there. And
0: Star Labs.
1: You know, one of them found Style Labs, you know, a particle acceleration happened, you know. And then, hey, uh, I don't know how these things happen, but somebody should solve. Um, and someone should be in prison for it. Not me, though, but somebody. Like one of the people we put, made, and created. Yeah, they should be in prison for all the stuff that we did. Yeah, ignore that. Um, I I, I just, I think, um, just, I mean, I think one of the things that, after watching that, really got to me, was like, I understand that making a network TV show is hard. I understand probably doing a network superhero TV show is hard. But if you just use this weird thing called source material and not try and reinvent the wheel, because this is the same thing I, I said about Invincible. it's like, you know, if you have source material, use that. Make it, I mean, it's like, Basically, what we got in season one was probably either their first graphic novel or first and second graphic novel was their season, and it was like, wow, I do want to see more. I would be, I would probably pick up the graphic novel if it would not spoil some of the actual story that I'm about to see. Like flashing of them, it's like, hey, we're going to take the version of new Captain Colt. We're like Captain Cole's. We're going to give it to Killer Frost. Why? Oh, well, we kind of screwed up Killer. I mean Captain Coles, so we're, we're just going to throw it in. Hey, you know, we got this great story of uh, Superman. Why don't we get into Supergirl? It makes no sense. Just give it to her. Like, but are we going to pay it off? No, we're just going to finish it out in one episode. But this was like four issues of actually a good story. Nah, no, man, give it, finish it up in one episode. It'll be great. Uh, what are we going to talk about the rest of the season? I don't know. Uh, we'll come up with that on the fly. It, that's it's- the real problem because it's like
0: they know they have 22 episodes to work with. We've seen now with Invincible and Jupiter's Legacy. They take eight episodes and then just focus on one or two main stories and take subclasses they need them without rushing through them to get to it. And that's something that's a real problem because it's like, all you have to do is do this, then you ensure people want more seasons. And I know eight is a lot less than 22, but if you take that same approach, it doesn't matter. gutter have you finished watching Jupiter's Legacy yet?
3: No, I have not finished watching it. I've gotten halfway to episode one and I fell asleep because I tried to watch it too late. That's just my fault. I don't, no, no thing on the on the show. Just I just did not get a chance, but I plan on binging all the way through. So no worries there. So I will be prepared next episode. However, I'm sure it's better than Supergirl as I'm jumping in on the conversation. I just have this strange feeling that it's better than Legends of Tomorrow for sure. I just don't know why. It just seems like it's going to be better than that. Piggybacking off of your pithy season thing, yes, 22 episodes have always been too long. Do you remember Black Lightning, the first season? It was mm-hmm. only 10, and it was a wonderful season. <laughs>
1: I mean, Stargirl was 13 episodes on DC Universe, and now they're going to go to 22? I'm already worried it's it's just going to get so watered down and it's just going to be unwatchable again. I mean, I'm sorry, unwatchable like other CW shows.
2: Right. Is it really?
1: What? No, because it's the summer, it may not be 22 episodes. But I'll tell you this, Gunnar. It is the final season of Supergirl, and we have focused most of the season of Supergirl in the Phantom Zone.
3: Great.
1: We're eight episodes so, in. We actually got to the mid-season finale, and she's in the Phantom Zone.
3: So they're gonna. So she might be in the Phantom Zone until the last episode, and then they'll do a montage of her entire life at the end of it, and then you know some French horn will show up, right? Uh,
1: you're, you're, you're looking at <laughs> last time in a small bell. We don't want you. To... <laughs>
3: That's what it feels. It feels like the final episode of How I Met Your Mother, right? Or final season of How I Met Your Mother. She's just going to stay there forever, and then eventually they'll just figure the rest out in one episode.
0: You know, um, you're joking, but that could happen.
3: I'm, I'm almost no positive no it's
1: going to happen. No. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like not having a crossover. I think affected all of these shows for the detriment. I mean, it was detrimental to all of them because, like, black. Uh, I'm sorry. Batwoman didn't pay off the kryptonite thing in any kind of correct form. Uh, Supergirl being in the Phantom Zone made it so none of them stopped Lex Luthor from doing whatever he did last season. Oh, he made the whole world fall in love with him. Um, and they figured out how to stop him there. Uh, Black Lightning is, and Black Lightning World lost to time and history. Uh, all of you, I mean, the only one that's, you know, throttling is like Superman and Lois because it's like, we ain't got to deal with this It's great. Enjoy. Have fun. Follow your season and finales. Keep keep flashing. <laughs> We're good. Just rolling his eyes. Just,
0: just, I am because it's just like and they're still working on more. I think that's the real problem. They're working on Naomi and they, their formula is showing signs of decay. And it's not getting better. It's not like, oh man, Superman and Lois and Star Girl exist kind of on their own. And it's not because they exist on their own that they're better. It's just they're written with better care. I have no thoughts that Naomi is going to be so much more improved than that. I feel like it's just going to be like the other ones, and that worries me to a great extent. i
1: say, is it run Is it done by the same showrunners of the Arrowverse? Then it's yeah. it's. That like they beat that formula up to death. And it's like it's I think you said it last week. It's like this formula is so aged because all these other shows have proven you can do this correctly. And it's like your formula is so dated now. It's like and it's like it's not a matter of the action. I mean, it's literally it's like, yo, just trigger all of your characters with respect and you'll be fine. Like just like any other sitcom, don't make them like Supergirl is basically, like I said, is written for twelve-year-olds, and you know, it's it's like it's a rated PG. Score. I, I keep saying I I need to look at the rating. It's just it, it needs better. I mean, all I mean, so I don't know if I'd mess with Naomi at all.
0: So the big news
1: of the week was
0: <laughs> NBC finding some space on the bandwagon of the yeah we're um. Yeah, we're not really feeling the Hollywood Foreign Press Association anymore. We're not going to be airing the Golden Globes next year. Tom Cruise is the first celebrity to go, yeah, I'm good on these guys. Here are my three awards back. I don't want them. Now, this is based off of a LA Times expose, which revealed how loose they were with their finances a complete lack of diversity, which I know shocks all of you. Um... But now it's like, hey, man, they are trying to get rid of us. What are we going to do? Tell me how much you guys are going to miss the Golden Globes, first of all. I'm going to start with you.
3: That silence that you just heard me make, that's so much I'm going to miss it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got.
0: Yeah, it's um since night since 2013, it's been put out that none of the members of the F- HFPA are black, mm-hmm. and now people are like, well, what's going on with this? We're gonna make changes.
1: Okay. So a ninety a ninety member body doesn't have any diversity on it. And, and and when you see these nominations, we always scratch our heads like, did you watch this? Nope. We just were told to watch it, and then we knew who we we're giving the war to before anything happened. So, yeah, I really don't need to see any more Hollywood parties where basically like they put bottles of Dom on and gifts on their table, and it's like, hey, we're giving you guys some free stuff for being great. I don't need to see that. That I, I I don't think I've watched any years, and I probably if it goes to YouTube or you know. Public access, I still ain't watching
0: it. Chief, how about you?
2: I never watched anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I never... Anyway, you know what, man? Uh, I stopped watching all those kind of shows back when the BUT Awards was on and Little Wayne's daughter got up and started twerking on I remember thinking to myself, I can't spend more time watching any more of these shows, congratulating any more of these fools. You know what I mean? Like, who's the last time you got awarded your job? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's been a while. about The... The regular you know, regular people need awards too, man. That's what I watch. The regular people awards. Um, you know, when you when you reward people for making sure that the electricity flows through during the pandemic. And thank you for keeping this energy and you know, thanks to truckers for still driving through with the food for these grocery stores and so on and so forth. I hate watching them. I I just you you and you watch that table of like like uh Jake said, you watch that table of uh Ace of Spades and uh, watches and all these things that these millionaires already have <laughs> just for doing something like right? you know what I mean? Like you you like hey man, this it's not even a job for y'all, really, in a sense. Most of y'all love to do it. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care what they do, man. I, I, and, and if they have a 150 white person panel, so what? You know what I mean? Listen, do your thing, my folks. I'm tired of, you know, I, I feel like blacks need to come up with their own thing instead of trying to push into their world. You know what I mean? The door for us. Why don't we just create our own door and, and push into that? And, and, and not like, you know, you know, not no simple minded thing. Like some actual real thing where we we recognize all movies now, not just black movies, but where there's you know where we have our our diversity wow. in that in that panel or in that uh in in, in whatever you know whatever thing we create for us. Versus you know like how can we not represent it? Like you know what I mean? Like for example, if to a store. And the store said whites only. Would you be like ah no nah, you gotta let me in here to shop? No, you'd be like you know what? You can kiss my ass. I'll spend my money elsewhere. I feel the same way about musical women, These things that they try to do to keep blacks out. We we came together. We would you know we could we could do this thing right. I mean we spend enough money. I see y'all I see y'all giggling. I, Jace what's up? <laughs> Chase, that's been Jason, Jeff, I see you, Jason. Jeff. He's on mute. I
0: don't
1: think he realizes it. Okay, it's like a Zoom call. Hey, how you doing, guys? Got okay, gotta look at your text messages. It's always get. That's you king. Yes.
0: Ooh. Yes, yeah. It, it's weird. Oof. It's um. Now there are the black um Real Awards. I actually vote on those. So I do take part in them. It's not at the level of anything that's on T V and gets this big acclaim and all that good stuff. But there is there are there are strides and I think maybe this is the kind of time for a group like that to get more recognition and to get put in a better light. Um but yeah absolutely we needed to do that and i i did not watch the award shows this year for the first time in a really long time and it turns out i didn't miss it and i think i'm just going to continue to do that in the future because wow trash speaking of trash ellen DeGeneres' show is coming to an end i do like that segue. it's pretty good all right
3: and she said,
0: basically, I'm not doing it anymore because it's no longer a challenge.
3: A challenge neither,
0: for me. Yeah, neither is losing a million viewers after they find out that your workplace is kind of toxic when you base your whole entire gimmick personality on being the nicest person ever. So there have been allegations of racist behavior and intimidation on the show. And uh, staff members complain about pay reduction, lack of communication, poor treatment during the pandemic. And a non-union tech company was hired to take the show from Ellen's house. She didn't oh. all this stuff. And, um, yeah, she said, if I were quitting the show because of that, I wouldn't have come back this season. So, yeah, um, it's not good. But the Kelly Clarkson show meanwhile, has gotten a bit more uh, ratings and doing just fine. So, I don't know, maybe it's a coincidence.
1: No, no reason at all. No. Like, and then trying to say, hey, uh, it's not a challenge. Just say, hey, you know, I need to, I need to step away from my uh, show to get better, you know, to really get that, you know, to get my smile back, you know. <laughs> I not know it's been the right way to go. It's like, just some boom, a challenge. It's like, you sat in front of a bunch of TV screens and no one was laughing with <laughs> you like, Just say, that, just say I, I love the applause of the audience when I'm dancing in the owls and since they can't do that, I really don't want to do it. Especially, I mean, just easier than that Not a show. for the applause. The applause. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs>
3: been- Good riddance. I mean, the show got old after a while, right? Short while. And I'm like okay, I mean cool, and then I'll, you know the guest that she always had was always on somebody else's show, so I could always watch it there. I just I was was never really like okay, I'm gonna go watch the Ellen show today, like you know what I mean? And I, I, I said this before, like I, I don't know the interaction with her and that DJ dude with the with the with the Get Out hat, you know what I mean? To hide his his thing whatever from the Get Out. Um he, you know, who you used to DJ was it was like a hat on that looked like the dude from Get Out. Anyways, um, the, the interaction was always awkward and forced. And now I, that's why I was like, I wasn't shocked when all the allegations and all that mess came out. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all good. So yeah, her arrogant way of saying I'm out is pretty typical. None of that surprises me. I, ugh, Yeah. Good riddance. Chief, I know you're going to
0: miss it,
2: right? You know what, I didn't have a problem with the Ellen show. I was kind of surprised when those allegations came out and they said that she was toxic. I was like, oh, really? I was like, I didn't I didn't see it coming, you know what I mean? I, uh, she always portrayed herself as this real sweet person and then to find out, you know, it was all a lie. I mean, if it was all a lie, who knows? I mean, now in this, uh, in this era we're in, you know, you you get in an argument with someone, and next thing you know, you're you know you're a toxic person. I, I don't know. Um, I probably would have done the same if I was her. Like, I'm worth, you know, a hundred million. Do I need to really have a show? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so at this point. If you have a problem with me, even though I'm employing you all, then let's go ahead and cancel the show. Good luck. Go find jobs elsewhere. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. It's like that uh, that bad boy's joint when uh, Martin was like, Mike Lowry tends to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Lowry, Mike Lowry got some money. He's going to be all right. I think he's going to be fine. and the rest <laughs> of the people who were complaining. Like, what are y'all going to do? You know what I mean? Mike Lowry's going to be fine. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: very interesting.
0: One other thing that I am very interested about is this Knives Out sequel. I think we talked about it last week, but now we're starting to get some cast announcements, and I am excited. Um, Janae Monet has been announced today. Um, Dave Bautista is going to be in it. And we're out of my blanket on my boy because the cast is just crazy. Oh, Edward Norton. And Mm. they're all joining Daniel Craig in this joint. So this is going to Netflix both Knives Out 2 and 3. I can't wait. And Ryan Johnson seems like he is indeed trying to make sure that, hey, this this joint is not going to be some, yeah, okay, the first one was a hit. Now gonna eliminate any trace of minority representation. What are you guys thinking about this cast so far? And are you more excited now that you hear who's lined up to be in at least this first sequel? Sorry.
2: Go ahead, bro. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. I as much as we mess with I mean we we hate Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's the Star wait, Wars. wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Hate what he did with Star Wars. Nothing else.
1: Again, as I said, he is the Star Wars devil. <laughs> After that, I mean, it's like, you, I love Looper and love Knives Out. And he's like, when he announced there was going to be a Super Bowl, I'm like, I'm, I'm down for that. I mean, and the casting's like, okay, I, I, I like these guys. But it's like, Daniel Craig. I mean, I think that's a really good role for Daniel Craig. I mean, I mean, James Bond probably is not the best casting for him anymore. But it's like doing something like that is much. I mean, like I mean, the original cast was really good, and I want to see if the new cast can actually come up. I mean, like if the story is written kind of the same way, I think they'll be okay. But I'm excited. But I was excited just saying, all right, we're willing to do a sequel and put it on Netflix. So I'm excited,
0: Chief. Chief what do you think?
2: Uh, the first Knives Out was good. I mean, I'm looking forward to how this second one may turn out. Uh, David the. I, I love drafts. So uh, I think that was an excellent character. It's funny. I, I'm hoping that it's funny. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to Knives Out. The first one was good. So this second one is just as great. Uh The, the cast. Sounds great, but just because you got a great cast doesn't necessarily mean a great movie. But we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, if it's uh, if it's really two thirds as good as the original, it'll still be a damn good movie. I'm not okay. gonna say half, but two thirds.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, let's not go that far.
0: So these headlines have been interesting to me. They've been going colton underwood the first the bachelor's first gay bachelor and i'm like that's not true he wasn't actually saying he was gay when he was on the show it wasn't like abc was like hey ladies you're gonna be on the pause for this one because colton's trying to find his man that wasn't how they build it he's not he just so happens to be the first guy who's on the bachelor who came out as gay afterwards he said now that he was blackmailed with nude photos before coming out he was going to a spa in LA and photos were taken of him. And this spa was known for catering to gay clientele. And so that's why he decided, or part of the reason why he decided to come out and uh, be like, hey, this is what's going on. Because he got an anonymous email by someone threatening to out him. What do you think about this? Do you care? Or uh, is this one of those deals where it's like it kind of sucks that he had to come out because somebody trying to try blackmail him for
1: all of his bachelor money? <laughs> So doesn't this sound like a Robert Kraft type thing? Like if it's it's supposed to be known for catering to certain clientele, does that mean that spies doing illicit things and should be shut down? Am am I wrong?
3: I don't understand.
0: The Mm -hmm. NFL season just got announced, so ignore that Robert Kraft question. I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs)
1: I I mean, do you, I mean, you wouldn't want to have, I mean, in in 2021, we wouldn't want to have anybody getting blackmailed for who they like, like, that's, it's, that's dumb. I mean, hopefully everybody, you know, is honest with who they want to be with and, you know, doesn't wait, I mean, doesn't, you know, get somebody's hopes up thinking they're going to be falling in love with the guy, their dreams, and it's like, yeah, that was never my story. Um. 'Cause I actually watched this season and ABC did not in any ways, like they they were like, Hey, we got our guy, this dude's a former football player. I mean, they were just I mean, hey, he's we got a virgin football player and the ladies were all too happy to um, uh, many of them were I'm screaming. gonna deflower Oh man, that was like half of it like that V is coming with me, baby. It was like so I mean like again, his how he was if he was forced to come out that sucks but again also don't remember it's like the three months before it was like hey didn't you have a stalking charge on your ex fiance i'm sorry girlfriend like i mean that's just like i don't I mean those those the, the, his story right now i would almost watch because it's like please explain to me how this makes sense and maybe i maybe it will but right you now that. He said that
0: controlling situations to try to grasp in any part of the straight fantasy that I was trying to live out was so wrong. Adding that he no longer wants to speak publicly about the situation because it's not fair for her to have her name in, every, in articles every time I talk. She um, had the restraining order, she being his ex-girlfriend, Cassie Randolph, father's restraining order last year, and she since had the restraining order dropped.
3: Okay. You got, got that this, right? this is just so messy. Like, what? I Okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's just too messy for me, man, to even form an opinion. <laughs> I'm like, just do what you do. Try not to make headlines. That's kind of where I'm at right
0: now. <laughs> I'm like,
3: it's just so messy, all of it.
0: I mean, like. That means she knew, it, it,
3: like. Like that means she knew all along? Like what does that mean? Like, you know, there's so many questions stemming from like every part of the situation that I can't even like fathom an opinion.
1: (laughs) I mean, like I'm I'm wondering, it's like a lot of the girls that were his top let's say ten end up becoming Bachelorette contestants. It's like Mm -hmm. is is anybody gonna reach out to her, like, hey, do you, you wanna find love after that show or do you wanna just kinda do your, you know, real life dating and just move on from there.
0: Who knows? Okay. Well, it's that magical special time of the week, and I am going to give you a break, dear brother. I'm going to let you go first. Who are your nominees for Dummies of the Week?
2: Uh,
1: nah, I I'm, know. I'm only going to take one. I, I, I know you got a, a double, double header for us. I've got two. Okay. So, my dummy of the week is mr caleb kkk kennedy former uh, finalist uh, for american idol uh, mr kennedy uh somehow when he was a young 16 year old he's like not that old now i uh, was photographed with somebody who was wearing basically a kkk hood in south carolina and then he's like you know maybe that wasn't the way to go i you know usual uh blah 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 i'm sorry uh, you were
0: fitted by my friend wearing
1: a kkk hood. you know it wasn't intended to be the kkk hood. and it was actually a nice summer day and he just needed to put on a mask uh, it's really windy you know really windy yeah no one buys it it's like you i mean it's like if this this guy was like 50 years old you might have some bull crap like oh blah blah it's like Dude, you're like 19, and you're like, it was a picture from three years ago. Just happened to rip. Re- <laughs> my, my buddy in South Carolina just happened to have his KK code. We were going to take it off. I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, it was long, it was long plan meeting. Me. Sometimes you just forget <laughs> the <picture>. um, <laughs> you know,
0: Do like, they really need to meet in person? It's a pandemic, people.
1: Hey, we
0: don't, hey, we oh, are. we got masks mask and
3: hood on. on. Yeah, what?
0: exactly. <laughs> they forgot. They're like, yo, may want to throw a little color on your mask when you go out in public with your mask because, you know, you don't want people to confuse them. And make sure to take the eye holes off. Uh, uh,
1: Like, I mean, that's just like what it was like. Did you really think that was going to fly? I mean, like, if we didn't have, what was uh, the other guy, Waylon Mercy or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's not what you mean, but that's not who you're talking about. Whatever. If you think that this might come out, you might want to just jump off any game show or or something like this. People will look at your social media and if there's a dude in the hood with a KK, they're probably going to be like, ABC, you want to address this? I think we do. I
0: I feel like I I need to apply for social media fact checker for any and all ABC reality TV shows. And I'm just going to put a bot. Look for racist stuff. Looks, sorry guys. Looks like 92% of your candidates have some racist
1: stuff in her backdrop. Um, uh, are, are you sure? Is. Are you sure it's really racist, or is it just you're too woke for us?
0: Is it antebellum
1: dresses
0: or a KKK dress?
1: Yes. So we get around that, huh? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. You know, due to budget cuts, I don't think we can keep you on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to talk about my Dummies of the Week. First up, retired NFL quarterback Brett Favre, who I will happily take every, any and all opportunities to smash, bash, and trash on this show, has yet to pay back $600,000 he received from the good old state of Mississippi for multiple speaking events where he never showed up. He promised to repay the state after an audit released last May, revealed $1.1 had been paid to Favre's company. The, co- the amount was part of a $94 million in welfare spending that was questioned by auditors, who said they mm-hmm. either saw clear misspelling or could not verify where money was lawfully spent. Brett made an initial payment of $500,000 to the state. A few days after the report was released. And, oh my God. but his spokesman said they've not heard since from Far. <laughs> ah. they, they gave a you. commitment, a voluntary commitment, <laughs> but it has not come back yet. So you brett, you can, as always stay on as a as a member of My Dummies of the Week and happily stay on that one, my man. My other ah. one, My other Dummy of the Week. Is everyone who is freaking out right now on the East Coast about the possibility of all the gas evaporating? I was showing Jace's video earlier today with the woman realized the cat was going to be drinking unleaded because she had a plastic trash bag that she was putting gasoline in. It was two ninety five, but she was making sure she was not running out of it, so she put. Gas in the bag and the gas was not working right. So then she put some more into the bag. And she was like, Nope, it's not working. I need another bag of I need another bag to hold my gas that's leaking out of this trash bag. So then she finally got a third one to keep it all together.
1: You know? If she just had a target bag, it would've all worked out, man. She just, you know, just one if she had
0: brought her trash. thermos, this would have all been worked out. I think the Costco bag was not the Wawa bag was not going to get it done. sis. So just the the general heads up gas is not toilet paper. You need toilet paper. I get it. Nobody wants to start breaking off the notebook paper. You don't have to drive. So let's just figure out how, how far the closest hospital is. That's the only thing you really need gas for in an emergency and in pandemic. Otherwise, you can stay your happy tail at home. You don't have to go out. You don't have to worry about paying three twenty nine for gas, which I saw today. And people were like, Yo, I gotta get on this three twenty nine gas before it's three forty five.
1: dollars And you know, crazy. I mean the thing is like gas is actually running out up here. It's like again, like some of us are working from home. It's like, hey, all of us just sit our happy tails at home. Let the people who's gotta actually go to work, you know, the waitresses and all them, let them get the gas. We'll be okay. Yeah, I'm good. Gunner,
3: do you have a nominee? My nominee was gonna be was was your last one. I'm like all Feel these families out talking here. About it. Oh I'm gonna to continue to talk about it, but the Brent Farr thing had me rolling, dog. None of that could have happened to a better asshole in a better shitty state. Moving on. Absolutely. The dummies <laughs> like of the week combinations. <laughs> perfect combination. Right. Um, oh so,
0: screws over a douchey state.
3: Yep. Because last I checked, the state we live in probably is helping to pay their state and the federal. Yeah, never mind. I just never mind. We're not even going to go there. Um. So yeah, I've been seeing photos and videos of bama's with like big ass barrels just, and, and just pumping gas in there with their little pump, and I'm sitting here like, what are you gonna do? Why are you gonna? And then I mean, I just feel like you're gonna light a cigarette. And that there it goes. Like, like y'all y'all I and mean, for real y'all like i'm talking dundalk i'm talking bama northern virginia i'm talking even in this area man these people are crazy dude so i know where the obscure gas stations are I, we've we haven't been through it for real in a while but i do remember where to go for shortages when there's a shortage you go to the boonie ones that no one remembers that is there and i'm just like yep i'm going there um when we need it, because, you know, we still do the whole, our kid goes to a little daycare joint with three kids, so, you know what I mean? I'm like, (laughs) we still drive. We're going to do that, but we won't need to fill up for a while, but, you know, if there is a shortage Mm -hmm. by the time we need to fill up, because literally that's the only place we're going, because, like you said, it's a freaking pandemic. Stay your ass home if you don't have to go anywhere. It's really simple. We did it for months. (laughs) Right, right,
0: (laughs) right. If only we learned something
3: during that pandemic. Nope. Toilet like... paper. <laughs> We're using the same ph- we did. We, some of these dumbasses are learning dumbassery. We're going to use the same philosophy we did for toilet paper and paper towels for the gas.
2: Yeah. Just because,
3: I mean, it's just hilarious. It reminds me of a of, uh, Star Trek D Space Nine episode where dude was saying, like, yo, it's your fear that's really going to really be the end of you. <laughs> it's like, and I'm like, yep, and that's literally what just happened. Right. They were like, uh, we'll be good. They were like, no, seriously, we're good. We'll be back online very soon. We're good. Oh, gas yeah. shortage. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm not even looking at them. I don't even know where to find misinformation anymore. So I don't even know what these idiots are doing, but I'm starting to look at the demographic, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's all I got to say is, oh, George is done, right? I'm like, okay, that's not a coincidence. Cool. And, uh <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, parts of Virginia. And I'm like, okay, then we look in the blips of this little area here, where we're supposed to be in, like, a weird utopia or whatever the hell, blue, I'm just sitting here, like, mm, I see it. I still see it here, but I know exactly where to find it here. And I just named them Dundalk, <laughs> Gainesville. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Just> like, hmm. <laughs> Frederick, most likely.
0: Yeah, not bad bets. Yo, Chief, you got any nominees, sir?
3: Isn't it almost like the
2: southern states just didn't have to learn common sense because slavery was just instilled on that you had someone else doing your work? Like you <laughs> it just done. It just kept going and going like you know what I mean? Um I did have the gas shortage, uh, people lining up, so that was my decision of the week watching these fools get down. But then, as you guys were talking, I was like, I'm going to have to change that. And so, Chick-fil-A has a shortage of sauce. And Mm -hmm. apparently, because of this sauce, they've been tweeting that this is now Joe Biden's America. (laughs) So, So Chick-fil-A shortage of sauce is what you have to look for in the Biden administration. You will not get your proper Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, And it's Joe Biden's fault. Actually, he had made a deal with the Russians to come in and give them uh, 85% of the Chick-fil-A sauce. And that's why the shortage is happening. So now, of course, they're blaming Biden for the shortage. He had no idea that, you know, we didn't have stockpiles of Chick-fil-A sauce left. It's not his fault, though. You know what I mean? But at least the Russians are eating good. And that's what counts.
0: (laughs) Here's a problem. Well, fellas, tonight, now, James, we can finally appreciate the finale of Married at First Sight after that that whole smoke and mirrors, bait and switch that we got last week, which also should qualify us as dummies of the week, too, because we fought, we fell for a hook, line, and
1: rip. I mean, mm-hmm. especially because our like put the red light on, like, oh, man, I'm, as soon as the podcast is, I'm going to watch this. Uh, no, we're actually going to give you another show that has technically the same title, so your DVR is going to think the reaction of the same show, and you're going to watch it just like, is this a real episode? No, 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 it's just the... the uh, oh, this one This is a It is it's all right. All right. Now, for real, we're going we're gonna to watch it. Gunner, I
0: watched The Circle. And
3: season
0: two, yay! So I was actually happy great. with the reality TV show that um, didn't screw over black people.
3: It's Great. Oh, I'm sitting here like this is like such a positive show for such a competition <laughs> I show. I I was like, what the
0: heck? What is happening? Like
3: I, like Allison <laughs> and I were sitting here like we we're okay with any of these three people finalists winning. Right. Any of them, exactly. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm actually okay with it. Norman, I I'm like, how are these three? still here, but I was like, any one of the three had a valid claim to win, and I would have been fine with it once my boy who just wanted to win so he could get a pool lost. I was like, yes, great.
3: Yeah, that was weird.
0: That was terrible.
3: But the brother went too pretty far. I mean, you know me. I'm rooting for everybody, but But, I'm a fan of either, but... Oh, and the
0: bitch, people, but, and when folk got eliminated, I was like,
3: well, that was kind of on you. But, yeah. Dude, I, I was- certain people were like, I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> what did you expect? I, I love when the plan went together. That's all I got to say. That plan went together pretty that damn far. And amazing. it was like, I was the like plan, and then one of the plans I I called was going to fail because they didn't incorporate everything. Right. Sorry, I, I'm in love with game theory and game yeah, theory. Yeah,
0: man. Just, it was, and it was that good.
3: was definitely like, yo, I'm sitting here like, Allison, I could play you. I mean, you could play me, but I don't think I could play you. So probably oh, my gosh. My you know, the, the,
0: joint, the joint that won it for me when I was like, all right, this is the, this is who I'm pulling to win. Was it Saquon Bart? No. I'm like, if y'all have it down like this, then you deserve to win.
3: Right. Right. Oh, right. When I saw the notes, I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> you came so to shit. actually win, and I was, I, was, yeah. I was ready at that point. We, we're I'm
3: bringing that too. joint home. Yeah, right? man. Like, that is a crazy. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that, good that, for them. Was... Great show. Highly recommended. Yeah, Highly recommended, especially season two. Season two was so positive, man.
0: Yeah, I, that's the one thing, because I, I started with season two, I did watch season one, and I was like, well, should I go back to season one? But man, season, season two was so, like, I liked all the people, and yeah, like, there's only one person I didn't really like, and that was because I just felt like she was on Blinder mode, and didn't try to own up to what she was trying to do, but she didn't last long, so it didn't matter.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was in here like, well, I mean, you deserve this one, like. You deserve that L big time, and then gonna still cop the attitude. I'm like, no, you yeah, deserve Yeah, dude,
0: that L. get over it. It's over.
3: Oh, so, but then my homegirl from DC had to had to eat it too. So I'm like, all right, well, that's alright. Yeah, all right.
0: yeah, it was a rough one.
3: All right, well that's it,
0: fellas. We're gonna go, Jace. We're gonna finish watching Married at First Sight. If you haven't watched the Circle, um, we'll come back next week so y'all can talk about your thoughts on Jupiter's Legacy, and more Star yeah. Wars of that batch. And two more episodes for the big, big episode 200, so stay tuned. All right, fellas, thanks as always for rolling. Thank you guys out there for listening. This episode of Live Movie Files has been filed.